At Metro by T-Mobile, we're giving you more savings. Get the new iPhone SE now with 5G at the lowest price in prepaid. Just $79.99 when you switch. I post a lot, so I need a phone that keeps up with me. And thanks to the iPhone SE with 5G and advanced 4K camera, I'm snapping and sharing while my followers are smashing the like button. Switch and get the iPhone SE for just $79.99, only at Metro. Limited time offer, in-store only, price for 64-gigabyte model with eligible port, $60 plan, and ID. See 5G device coverage and access details at MetroByTMobile.com. Ah, please do come in. You are most graciously welcome to Tens on Tens, a girl talk comedy podcast in which two tens make top ten lists about whatever they choose and shoot the shit, as it were. So procure the libation of your choice and, pardon my candor, sit down, shut up, and listen. Here are your hosts, the debutantes of debauchery, the queens of crass, the mistresses of muckrockery, Emma and Lo. All right. We are rolling. Hello, ladies and gents. This is Tens on Tens. I am Emma Gray. And I'm Lo. Hello. How are we feeling today? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm ready to objectify some characters. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. How are you feeling? Um, I'm pretty good. So, pretty lazy day for me, so we normally record on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So, Sundays are the days that I sleep in until, like, you know, noon, and then I do my laundry, and then you come over, and then that's it. That's the wrap-up of yes. Monday. So It's a well-balanced day. Hell yeah. It's been pretty nice. Um, I don't... Like, I even had someone staying the night last night, but mm-hmm. she didn't even bother waking me up. She's like, hey, I'm going to head out. And I'm like, okay. Because everybody knows, like, better than to wake me up on the weekend. Oh, yeah. She left you a five on the table. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, thanks. Um, yeah. No, I feel like I get up at, like, 6 a.m. every morning during the week, so I'm, like, it's my me time. Oh, if yeah. I don't get it, I feel like the weekend hasn't, like, taken off. You yeah, you got to I mean? take it while you can get it. Yeah. I woke up at 6 this morning and said, you know, no thanks, and went back to sleep at 7 and woke up at 10. So yeah. I'm doing great. I am ready. Is that just your body, like, waking you up at 6 a.m.? Yes. For who? It's <laughs> bullshit. What are we even doing? Also, I work from home. I don't have to sign on until 9. And you you can catch me sending emails at 7.30. Oh, my What God. is she doing? No, <laughs> miss me with that. Is it because you just have a dog? I mean, I feel like... Oh, he's lazier than I am. Oh, hell yeah. I love yeah. that for him. Yeah. Um, I just feel like people that have cats or dogs are on, like, a stricter schedule. Usually, yeah. Right. Yeah, but if, if I let my dog Basil sleep all day, he would. Like, mm. he doesn't even ask to go outside. It's incredible. King. 10 out of 10. I mean, perfect dog. <laughs> That's why I got a rabbit. They don't ask to go outside. Yeah. Anymore. Chill. All right. So um, today's topic, we're rating something that's near and dear to my heart. Two things that are near and dear to my heart. The first being um, cartoons specifically from my childhood mm-hmm. and the second being DILFs. So Whoa. I felt like what, that would be a really fun thing for us to rank. I personally love the idea of cartoon DILFs because I, pe- I feel like people are like, that's weird that you're like attracted to a cartoon pitch. No, the fuck it's not. Get well, we're about yourself. to get really weird then. Yeah, get over yourself. It's not weird, okay? Now, for the players at home, can you tell them the definition of a DILF, just in case they do not uh, know? In case you do not know, uh, DILF, reminiscent of the word MILF, uh, is an acronym for Dad, I'd Like to Fuck. Amen. Amen. And so in this particular list, um, for me, it was really important to list not only like their sexiness, what made them sexy, but like how good of a dad they were, because I feel like okay. that... like indicates a dilf i did a similar thing right yeah good okay because i feel like if you're just ranking sexy men then you don't even need to call them dilfs it's just a sexy guy and it would be like a 10 minute episode because we would just name them and be like speaks for itself speaks for itself yeah like he's hot he's hot 
He's hot. He's hot. Exactly. Swipe right. Exactly. (laughs) So we're digging into the nuances of fatherhood, and I don't know what it is about being a woman. And even if you don't want to have kids, you cannot deny the sexiness of, like, a hot guy holding a child or, like, playing with a kid. You're like... What is happening to totally me? Totally agree. So, it makes my hormones go wild. It's insane. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today. Um, let's see what we've got. Did you have a hard time with this one, researching this one? I did until exactly what you said, until I started thinking about it in terms of, like, what about them would I like long-term? Mm, like, mm-hmm. dateability, kind yeah. of. So it was it was a little bit harder than I thought because, A, there's not a lot of hot dads, I feel like. Like, just on paper hot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see their profile on a dating app and you would swipe right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would swipe right on a lot of these people. But their personalities, yes, muy bueno. That's true. What about you? I did, it like, <clears throat> did cause me to think a lot about, like, what it means to be a woman and have an attraction to a man. Because mm-hmm. it's, a lot of it is not based on physicality, where I think, like, um men tend to be like, oh, girls only go for, like, the buff dude, jerks, Chad oh, types, which I found not, not to be true, because the men on this list that I found sexy, I was like, wow, who to thunk? See, my number one is, like, WTF. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense, but right. I'm going to make it make sense. <laughs> well, do you want to start us off with your number 10? Sure, I would love to. So, again, I'll go back and say that I kind of did this by, like, fuckability mm-hmm. and dateability mm-hmm. categories, and then I did, like, total points, okay. so, like, okay. based on the two categories. So my number 10 coming in at only seven points is Hugh Neutron. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I'm Jimmy Neutron. So I'll be honest, like Hugh is a little bit forgettable, right? Like if I pass him on the street, probably wouldn't think about him twice. Like he's a pretty normal looking guy. So he only gets a two out of 10 on the hotness scale for me. But he, or on the, excuse me, on the, the affability scale. scale. Okay. Sorry, mom and dad. The F and Dill. But he gets a five out of ten on the dateable. So let me just rewind okay. and go back to the beginning. So he is tall. I couldn't find exactly how tall, but I do love a tall man. That's all I said on Disney Wikipedia that and fandom. he is tall. Roughly how many Jimmy Neutron heads tall? Probably one. Oh, and also, I want to say also, I want to thank Disney Wiki and fandom for all of this research. Amen. So helpful. Um, so he's tall, couldn't find exactly how tall, but he has a, this beautiful, like, luscious head of brown hair. It's true. Brown eyes, glasses, like, he he looks like a suburban white dad. It's true. We do love that. Is yes. he wearing a sweater vest? Am I wrong? In yes, so he's wearing Those a sweater sexy. vest. <laughs> I know, it's kind of working for me. Um, he's got a red tie, um, with the sweater vest over a white shirt, and he has navy blue pants and brown loafers, so super stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Walk into a white man's closet, pick that out, you're probably good it's to go. there, yeah. Um... So, while he's not, like, overly striking, I do find him to be somewhat dateable, so that's why he, like, kind of scored five points on the scale for me. Um, he's definitely really quirky, if you remember, and, like, whew, extremely quirky, and very absent-minded, which is kind of endearing. (laughs) Himbo. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, and he's super fatherly. He loves Jimmy, obviously. Um, caring and really good-natured at his core. And he's also, like, fascinated by everything that Jimmy does, which how could you not be, Oh, that's true. Like, just a very good dad. Really affectionate to Jimmy, like I said, and his wife, who he calls Sugar Booker. Oh, we love that. that And she's a stone-cold fox. Let us not forget. I just want to say, if this is a list of MILFs, (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't even have to research. I'm sorry, how does uh, Carl say Jimmy's mom? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Or like, oh my gosh, Dexter's Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, oh, absolutely. Dead ass. Um, anyways, so back to you. Um, 
So he loves wooden ducks. He has like a wooden duck collection. I can't remember if he works on them or has them. I know he has wooden ducks. That is the only thing like I can recall about his characters that he's into ducks. Loves the ducks. And you know what's crazy is that's not a deterrent for me. No, me neither. My own boyfriend, I think, constantly talks in a Donald Duck voice. There you go. For fun. And it's very cute to me. So if a man were just like, I'm really into ducks, I'd be like, hell yeah. I find it kind of endearing. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, uh, like, below that obsession is his obsession with pie. So, like, obviously I can get behind that. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) We would be so compatible. Um, So, like, I'm pretty independent, so I like the idea that he can, like, go off and work on his Mm. ducks or, like, look at his ducks. And then at the end of the day, we can come back together and Hugh and I can share a slice of pie. Oh, I do love that. I would not want to fuck him on the pie, but at (laughs) least we can talk over it. Oh, my God. But it's just, you know, I get it. He landed that fox. She was like, yeah, I'm into his whole vibe. She looks like Lana Del Rey, so it's not even just, like, you know, like a random thing. But good good choice. He was an excellent choice. All right. In my 10th position, I have Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon. So, wow. Right? I know. If you are not familiar with Sailor Moon, this is the craziest thing in the world. Because calling him a DILF is a a stretch. Okay. Um, First of all, we start off the series, he's like very young guy. I want to say like college student age. So not usually DILF territory. Mm -hmm. But in the future, he has a child with Sailor Moon, and that child goes back in time to help out her parents, so he does have a kid, and it's Sailor Mini Moon, the little pink girl. That's his child. Loophole. I like it. Yeah, (laughs) so I'm like, okay, all right. Um, I think that I wanted to include him on the list because he was just like this awakening for me and for so many people. You're like, oh. This guy, he's mysterious. He has a good sense of humor, and he wears really nice blazers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's giving dad energy. Um, I, I enjoy that he's, like, really sweet and reliable. Um, so I love that about him. But like I said, it's kind of a stretch to call him a DILF, so it's at the very bottom of my list. I mean, I think that counts. It I does count, see. but, like, it's not integral to his character. I feel like him as a dad, we don't get to see a whole lot of. Okay. But I felt like I couldn't make this list without mentioning him. I mean, at least yeah. on the number 10 spot. Yeah. And I just Googled an image because I, I, like, I have really bad memory. And sure. I did used to watch Sailor Moon. And you're right. He's fine. He's, he's, <laughs> he's very cute. Um, quite frankly, hot as hell. Yeah. And I remember being a child and being like, wait a damn minute. Like, yeah. here's a man that always helped me out. And he's cute. He's mysterious. Though he has been compared to, like, a female damsel in distress. And so it's an oh. interesting, like, reversal in that regard with his character. So, I mean, not a super awesome dad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, question mark. <laughs> question mark. But he's sexy. And for that, he gets a point. So he's Good on job, Sailor. Yeah. Good job. So number nine, coming in at nine points. So I rated him a 10 out of 10 on the fuckable scale. Hell yeah. And a negative one out of 10 on the dateable scale. And that is Archer. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I forget that he's a dad. And the negative one is like, this is my scale. I can do what I want. So I just (laughs) Mm -hmm. negative one Mm because he's awful. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So the dad thing, again, this is kind of a loophole. Like, yes, he has a legal son, I believe. But like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird how it all comes about. Um, And then Lana, 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 excuse me, gets um, pregnant. I believe it's, I don't know, I haven't seen it in so long, but I'm just going to call him a dad because I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, but he um, has to be at this point. Like. At this point, he's had sex with so many women. So obviously incredibly hot, like the definition of mm. tall, dark, and handsome. Literally. And he has the cutest little chin dimple. A little butt Ooh. chin. Um, so jet black hair, piercing blue eyes. Um, he stands at six foot two. 
And he's 42 years old. So, like, perfect range right okay, there. Okay, okay, that's hot. Yes, he has an extremely sexy career at ISIS, um, the International Secret Intelligence Agency, which that name did not age very well. No kidding, uh, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, in New York, and he speaks a few different languages because he's a spy. Hell yeah. Which is very hot to me. Um, so you can find him wearing a dark gray tailored business suit when he's in the office and a black turtleneck when he's on a secret mission. A tactile neck. Ooh. <laughs> we love to see it. And let me tell you, I had a formal date in college that mm-hmm. wore a black turtleneck under a blazer for, like, an event. That's hot. Not everyone can pull that no. off. He looked like a burglar. <laughs> Sweet angel, no. And he was not nice, so I don't feel bad. So, I don't feel bad. You know what's so funny is I also have somebody that's heavy turtleneck influenced in my okay. life. Who'd have thunk? I never thought that that would be, like, a sexy indicator. But it is right. It's because it's so hard to pull off. Yeah. That when somebody can, you're like, wait a damn minute. Yeah. Here's the thing. It comes up to your jawline. So if your Mm -hmm. jawline is not chiseled, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. And that might be why, because I love a good chiseled jawline. Girl, who doesn't? Right. And Archer definitely has one. So, yes, he's hot, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But he's also extremely undateable. So that's why he got a negative one. Yeah, So even on episode one, it's, like, apparent, right, that he's narcissistic and arrogant and self-centered and insensitive and completely obsessed with sex. Like, Oh, yeah. He's like the Johnny Bravo of, like, modern day. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like Johnny Bravo would be a good dad, though, low-key. You think so? I do. I do feel that. After all the sexual assault charges come out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He would never get custody of that child. And neither should Archer, really. Um, but obviously constantly focused on himself. Um, and he's not good at his job. So, like, even though his job title is sexy, he's not good at it. That's fair. Um, constantly fails all his missions. And he's only interested in what, like, the outcomes mean to him. Super Gosh. self-absorbed. So yeah. he's on my list just because he's hot. Well, you know, incompetence is extremely unsexy. I think so, so too. I, I get that. It works for Hugh, yeah. you, Sean. It does not work for Archer. For because me. because Archer is mean-spirited. Yeah, he's Hugh bad is just stupid, and it's, yeah. cu- it's cute. <laughs> it is ducks. You know, I don't think Hugh tries to be incompetent. But Archer does. True. And I don't enjoy that. Yes, so, me either. So, very undilfy of him. Yes. <laughs> In a similar vein, a very similar person, my number nine is Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne. Ooh. So, um, this one was harder to pick, and I wasn't sure if I should even include it, because he's not just a cartoon, right? He also has um, live adaptations but i feel like the one thing that remains constant in all of his character designs is they're like he's got to be tall dark hair and sexy Mm -hmm. and everyone's like i agree that seems like the vibe so um he's hot we understand and his most recent iteration of robert pattinson makes me want to go feral so i had (laughs) to include it okay i fucking love robert pattinson it's not a it's not even a joke um, okay, so here's what I have in my notes. Um, he never had his own children, but as someone who was orphaned at a young age, Batman was known for taking in orphans, most notably his sidekick Robin, mm-hmm. whose real name was Damien, I believe. He had other Robins, but Damien's, like, the one he really, like, fathered. Um, I think Bruce was incredibly reliable for him. Uh, he gave him a home and a purpose, constantly forgiving him when he made mistakes, um, and instilled in him this, like, moral code to follow. So, like, don't kill the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, he frequently put Damien in danger. I think Damien <laughs> even dies, and it's not great. Oh. Um, I think Batman brings him back to life. I don't know. You know how comics are. They're crazy. But, oh, yes. um, I, I think at one point he was even like, um, I'm gonna ship you off to the Teen Titans. Do that. That's like sending your kid away I to boarding about school. That. Right, what I know. What a weird side story. I know, but it's it feels very much like a father who's like, I can't handle your shit, go to boarding school. And so I don't know how great of a father he is. I know that he tried to be one though. Okay. And that's more than I can give to like, you know, an archer. Fucking archer. Right. Um so yeah, I 
I think that, like, he's he's sexy and he means well and he's dark and brooding, so we love that, but ultimately not a super great dad, but I do love that he's played by Robert Pattinson, so he has to be on my list. So another loophole dad, kind of. Yes. Okay. okay. The the bottom of my list is a lot of loophole dads. That's fine. I have to say. Yeah. But it gets better from here. I wish, like, you know, you see a hot guy on the street and you're like, that's a dilt because once he looked at a child, so he's on the list. (laughs) So he's on the list immediately. I wish it counted like that. Um... Okay, well, yes, I think Batman's very hot, and I think Robert Pattinson is very hot when he's not in Twilight. Okay, okay, let me just clear the air with this. I agree, <laughs> I agree with you. However, the Breaking Dawn version of Robert Pattinson, where he's all happy and smiley, it does something to me it's on the better. inside. And you yeah. know who, that's that's because he's a dilf. He has a kid in those movies. <gasps> it brought him to life. Full circle. Oh, <laughs> yes! I wish he was a cartoon. We could put him on the list. Oh, my God. So, my number eight, um, coming in at ten points... Is Jerry Smith from Rick and Morty. Oh, no, you did not put Jerry Smith on your list. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Okay, so he's 3 out of 10 on the fuckable scale and 7 out of 10 on the dateable scale for me. You you disappoint me. (laughs) I disappoint myself. So there's one takeaway from this. Jerry's average looking and he's a beta male. That's pretty much all you need to know. Dude, he's like pitiful. I know. What is wrong with me? Because that's it. It says something about me. Um, So he's really standard fair. He's a white guy with brown hair. Sure. uh, Wears that green shirt with, like, the two stripes on his chest and khaki Mm -hmm. pants. And he's 5'10", so, like, fairly short because I'm 5'9". And he's 35 years old, making him the youngest dad on my list. Oh, my God. He's 35. Why did I think he was so much? I guess he had kids when he was really young. Yeah, because him and Beth got fucked up. Wolf. Yeah, so that automatically, like, gave him a point for really? me in the fuckable category, which might not be fair, the youngness, but anyways. So, the re- okay, so let me try to justify. Okay, <laughs> reason, I would love to hear I want to get your friendship back, so let yeah. me justify. <laughs> okay. So he gains points in the dateable category because he's really loyal and family-oriented. Okay. Um, that shows in almost every episode that he has some sort of plot line in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's optimistic. He likes beekeeping and camping and fishing. That's That's cute. So cute. And puppeteering. He has so many hobbies. That is cute. Um, So, in fact, in, like, the season four finale, he actually, like, saves his family. I think the episode's called Star Mort Rick Turn of the Jerry, which is very hard to keep up with. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. The amount that they stretch the titles to make it say Rick in it is just ridiculous. Um, But he uses his, like, once ridiculed by the family puppeteering skills to, like, let the family escape from, like, a bad situation. So, he's clearly good at what he does. Um... So he's the brunt of everybody's jokes in the show, but he handles these, like, shortcomings and, like, the jokes with class. Like, he never really mm. gets that upset about it, which I love. I love a man without a temper. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he loses points in the dateable category because he's obviously, like, the most insecure man mm. of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, I just like a guy that likes the simple things in life and, like, doesn't overthink it. Like, he quite literally has his son going on intergalactic adventures, and he's like, be careful. <laughs> I mean, that could even be seen as, like, neglect at a certain that point. That is true. I, However. <laughs> I don't think anyone in that family is, is like, a good person to model yourself after, I guess. Absolutely not. But, like, girl, Jerry. All right. Yeah. You're going to have to convince me on that Your one. Your legal team will be in contact. <laughs> We're going to have to have a discussion. Okay. Let's see. In... The eighth place for me, I have Greg Universe from Steven Universe, which I don't know if you've ever seen that show. I have not. So it's not one from, like, our childhoods or anything. It's probably a little bit more recent. But essentially, it's about a a little boy who his mom is, like, a crazy super alien, right? And uh, when she has a kid with 
you know, Stephen's dad, Greg, she becomes the kid because she, like, gives her magic gem to him. So she doesn't exist anymore. What the hell are these plot lines? I know. (laughs) I know. But so Stephen is raised by Greg, his single dad, and then the three other aliens that came down to Earth with his mom. And it's like, he is essentially a magical girl, but like a little boy. Um, It's a really good show, actually. Okay. And it it has like, it has like a weird uh, fandom, so don't get into that. But like, if you watch the show, it's good. Ethan and I loved it. We watched it a few times, actually. But anyway, so as you can see, Greg is not necessarily like a looker. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's got this one hell of a farmer's tan. (laughs) He does. And this super long balding mullet, which you're like, okay, how was he a dilf? So, um... I just, like, didn't expect to be into it, but the moment he, like, opens his mouth, you're like, oh, okay. Because there are some red flags with this man, first of all. He works at, like, the car wash, and he lives in his van. Huh. Uh-huh. Not very stable there, Not Dad. very stable there. But actually, he's so emotionally intelligent and mature and comforting and kind that it's, like, Sexy. whatever you want. Yeah. It's fine. Take it. <laughs> and so I just find his character to be so enjoyable that, like, I, I literally wouldn't even care what he looked like. I'm like, you're sexy just by, like, talking and existing. And the calmness that you bring and encouraging your son to be, like, in touch with his emotions and comforting to others is, like, such a unique thing oh, that yeah. I feel like most fathers aren't taught to do. He just does it innately. And there are scenes with him when you see wh- what it was like for him um, after his, like, wife died and it was just him raising this baby by himself. And that, you know, he's got his full head of, like, 90s rocker <laughs> hair. And it's, like, really touching. And I'm like, uh, okay, I can't not include him. I feel like that's such a a good one. But, you know, he is lower on my list because you don't look at him immediately and go, sexy. Right, you know? right, the farmer's hand. But emotional maturity goes a really it's, long way. It's so sexy. Are it, you listening, everybody? It, yeah, <laughs> right. It's so sexy, if, if not the most sexiest yeah. thing a man can Oh, be. I totally agree. I can close my eyes. Yeah. But I can listen. emotional maturity (laughs) right who knows maybe one day i will go blind yeah and if you're not a good person (laughs) this isn't gonna last right that's right well i need to check that show out i've never seen it uh okay so number seven for me is oscar proud coming okay at 10 points um with a six out of 10 on the fuckable scale and a four out of 10 on the dateable scale okay um I also want to preface this list by saying I am in a very intense dry spell, so who knows? Who knows what this what the scale is? <laughs> so my notes: Oscar Jackson Proud from the Proud family. He was born in 1966, which makes him 55 today. Okay. So during the time of the show, he was like in his mid 40s. Okay. Um, he's the father of Penny and then the twins, Cece and BB. Cute. So cute, and yeah. the husband of Trudy. Oh my God! Another fox. Yes. Another mill. I know. Right. <laughs> that list would have been simple. Right. So, he oftentimes is seen wearing slacks with suspenders, a blue dress shirt, and a red tie. So, he is... I think he's attractive. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, he is business-oriented, so, you know, as a Capricorn, I'm, like, all about that. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And he loves his family. Um, but while he does love his wife and his family very much, he... Which I forgot about. He has a re- another really strong weakness for beautiful women. Like, another character that's, like, always flirting and mm-hmm, always trying mm-hmm. to scheme. Until his wife, Trudy, catches him. Do you remember that from that show? I don't, but he was he always in people's business? Like, always. Oscar. And then, yeah, the wife would catch him at the last minute, which is problematic in and of itself. Your wife literally out here looking like Mariah Carey, and you're going to act that way? <laughs> I know. Whatever. It's ridiculous. And he's, he also seems really stubborn, so, like, everybody gets sick from his snack recipe, the Proud Snacks, but he, he refuses to change it. Oh, God. Refuses. 
And he also hates spending money, and I want to be a sugar baby, so how am I supposed to live that life? Uh, Yeah, that's so true. I can't, like, I understand people not wanting to spend all their cash. I totally get it, because I also am like, well, you know, it's the end of the month, I'm not trying to spend all my money. But if someone's being, like, stingy all the time, I literally cannot deal with that. I'm like... It's very unattractive to me. Me too. I'm like, why don't you ever want to, like, just, you know, buy around for your friends, or like... because I'm that way, so I kind of expect, you know, whoever I'm seeing to be that way. Exactly. Um, yeah, and he, I mean, the, his snacks are making people physically ill, and he refuses to, to spend money to change it. But anyways, Gross. that's not he and all day. Um, and then he oftentimes, like, screams Trudy's name. I don't know if you remember that, but he'd be like, Trudy! Yeah, how could you forget? And that would drive me up a wall if he did that to me. I would not like that at yeah. all. So, all in all, I think he's kind of middle of the line. He's attractive without being, like, overly obviously attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he has some redeeming qualities. Some. That put yeah. him as my number seven. You know my favorite, um like, memory of that show. I don't remember what it is, like, with the context of the episode. But I do remember, like, Penny was going through something, and she has this dream sequence where she's, like, in a ball gown, and her dad comes out in a suit, and they dance around, and he sings the, like, you'll never find that song, right? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. That shit stuck with my head. I was like, that's so cute. Yeah. So, like, he does have these sweet, good dad moments. Even in dreams. Even in dreams, right? (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, there's the love there, for sure. Yes. Okay, let's see. For number seven for me, this guy's very similar to Greg, but you might be more familiar with him, Raymundo from Rocket Power. <gasps> hot, hot, hot. <laughs> right? Oh, is that the bucket hat? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so, okay, do not be fooled by the bucket hat. First of all, he is balding also. It's a hat fish. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he was like a hot, yummy little surfer dude growing up. So we get we get the vibe. So, um, this one is for my boho, beachy babe, babes, if you're into that. Um, if you want, like, a laid-back surfer type, this is your man. Um, not my personal type. I like more of, like, a little, like, clean, fresh and clean kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely, like, an appeal to a casual guy who's got, like, the sandy hair and, like, a deep tan. He reminds me a lot of Greg in that he's very much like, hey, I, I own my small business. Uh, I don't really feel like i got to impress anybody. I wear flip-flops to work every day. Yeah. Even though he shouldn't because he's a chef. Like, he works in, like, a, a snack. <laughs> I forgot about that. Right? He, like, makes, like, beach food. I'm like, you are in your, in your like, hot fryers. Put on some regular fucking shoes. He, things. like, stirs it with his feet. He's like, oh my orders God, up. Gross. <laughs> Literally, this is why I can't date these kinds of men. Um, but, yeah, he's rocking, like, a toned teddy bod, which I... They're into. Like, man straight built, like, a Dorito. It's, like... It's, like... <laughs> inverted triangle to the max he might have like a little like little chub here and there but overall it's a very sexy look Mm -hmm. and if he keeps the bucket hat on we are in good shape he um is also i don't know if you knew this he was voiced by the same guy that voiced the crypt keeper like the super like scary zombie looking guy on the the guardian yeah um so there's that but what else did i put about him um Small business owner, so he he's on top of his shit, and he's strict with his kids, while also, like, giving them enough leeway to explore their kind of dangerous hobbies. Yeah. He's like, look, I know that they're dangerous, I did them too, but they gave, they gave me and brought me so much joy, so as long as you're being safe, go ahead and do it. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate the, like, leeway he, he often gives his kids, while still being, like, a reliable, firm father figure. Yeah. So Let them make their own mistakes. <sighs> Yes, kind of exactly. So, Raymundo is a little bit higher up my list because he's just a little tad sexier than Greg in that way, but I feel like they're very similar people. Is it the even tan? You're like, yes, finally. No <laughs> farmer's tan. <laughs> it's, it's, honestly, it's the Chris Evans Dorito bod for me. I'm dying I was like, that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's got to be included. And remind me, which ones are his kids? The purple-haired girl? Yeah, he has, um, oh god, what are their names? Ro- 
I don't know, Otto yes. and Reggie. That's Otto and Reggie. Names. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. All of these are unlocking, like, such a childhood mm-hmm. joy yeah. to me. I used to watch those all the time. That and Angry Beaver were, like, my, my shit. What a good theme song it had, too. So, number six for me is a crowd favorite, I feel like. Okay. Nigel Archibald Thornberry <laughs> from the oh, Wild Thornberries. God. What a good pick. Um, so, he gets 12 points for me total. He's three out of ten only on the fuckable scale. I mean... Have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> and then nine out of ten on the dateable scale. He, oh, yeah. He's great. He's awesome. And he, like, worships his family and he his wife. He does. I watched... Um, I actually... Doing really difficult, hard research, and I watched an episode of The Wild Thornberries. Oh my god. So I've been out here working. Um, so Nigel's obviously... Nigel. Mm. Nigel is Eliza's uh, very British folder. Yes. He has extremely red hair and a fabulous, huge red mustache, and he off- often wears his safari garb, so like the khaki um, shirt and green shorts. So keep in mind, at the time of the show, he was like roughly forty-seven years old. Okay. So everybody's kind of fallen in the same category, like mm-hmm. age-wise, besides Jerry. Um, Interesting. So today he would be seventy, which makes him like a gilf. So Holy let's ignore shit. that. Holy let's shit. just encapsulate him. But yeah, what he was at the time. Yes. So he's obviously fairly low on the hotness scale, but let's discuss the things about him that I do like and make him a nine out of ten on the dateable. Okay. So he's absolutely smashing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put that in there. Um, super curious and super enthusiastic, which is just, like, so infectious to yeah. me. Um, he's a nature lover. He loves a good adventure. And like you said, he's extremely family-oriented. Um, he was also knighted by the Queen of England, which is Good a for him. Yeah. And for a while, he considered kind of moving back and, like, living a normal life so that his family, and especially Eliza, could have, like, normal non-monkey friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Darwin is too far gone. I don't think... Uh, yeah. Listen, uh... <laughs> I don't think they could have helped him much there. But, um, so the, the kind of sexy category is obviously lost because he has, like, crazy teeth. I think he might be a furry. Like, I feel like he's probably uh, just into that. Well, okay, okay, hear me out on this because he's, like, a TV star, right? He's, like, a David Attenborough right. type. He's got to be at least a little attractive to be on TV. So That's true. maybe a lot of something's getting lost in, like, the cartoonification of his face. Plus, like, he's voiced by Tim Curry. So I, that is true. I mean, However, like, I'm like their videos. I feel like were always such a disaster because he'd be like, "This is the hippo." It's like, <laughs> "Have you been? Have you been recording?" And she's like, "Oh no!" Like I don't know if they ever even made it. Oh shit, that's so, true. Maybe he's just the ugly B role. <sighs> oh my god, I'm obsessed with your impression. You know what's so funny is like Nigel. Who would have thunk that this character was like one that really stuck around in our brains? But like, I'm I don't know. Ethan and I must exchange ni- Nigel isms with each other all the time. <laughs> there's like one episode where there's this pig and he goes hello, Wally, and so like <laughs> we say that a lot. Or there's another one where he's like in a submarine and some like manatees come by and he's like Marianne Dugong. <laughs> That's not a mermaid. <laughs> so oh funny. yes, I actually watched some of that episode. That exact <laughs> one. Um, but the, uh, another thing that like really bothers me is yes, I love a British accent, but he makes so many mouth noises. Like he'll, yeah, <laughs> he'll find something interesting and be like, <laughs> I just cannot stand that. Um, so if I like fucked around with him and caught feelings, a I couldn't live in the jungle like full time. And you couldn't live with yourself either. <laughs> with myself or the mouth noises. Oh my god! Can you imagine after he's like, <laughs> oh no, I would I would leave so fast. Oh my god. Yeah, that's... Yeah, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Smashing darling. <laughs> oh, you know, I feel like you could do a pretty good Eliza Thornberry Halloween costume. I actually was. Uh, I was a slutty version in, in school. <laughs> oh yeah. God. It was... 
was funny. I got like a, you know, everybody buys like the t-shirts from Walmart. Mm -hmm. I ripped it too far down. And so an entire red bra was just hanging out. Oh my God. And we had a Darwin and we had, um, remind me of the... Is the little feral child? Oh, actually, sorry. Darwin is the monkey. Yeah. Who is the kid's... Donnie. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he gets it from his dad, the mouth noises. Oh but God. Donnie's the one that's too far gone. That was my mistake. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we all went as that in college. And I might Phenomenal. do it again one day. That's a great costume. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. Okay. Let's see. What are we on? Six? Yes. Okay. Six for me. This is a character you might not know because it's from Legend of Korra. Which is the Avatar, the Last Airbender spinoff series. And his name is Tenzin. So, Tenzin was an interesting choice for me. Because um, he looks kind of old, right? I think he's one of the older guys on my list. It's not him. Um, It's spelled T-E-N-Z-I-N from Legend of Korra. Um, So, yeah. Okay. So, he's the son of the protagonist from the first series. And basically, he's tasked with repopulating all of the airbenders in the world. So this Whoa. man, his job is fucking. <laughs> okay, he he has to lay pipe for the sake of the world, and he does so with reckless abandon. He's got, like, four kids, I think. That's it? That's all he can I do? I mean, so far, the, like, the show starts off when he has three and his wife is pregnant with a third. So, or with their with her fourth. And mm-hmm. so she has the baby by the end, I think, of the second season. But um, in addition to that, he also basically adopts Cora and all her friends. So he's got, like, eight kids. And he's trying to, like, be this ruler, kind of, like, of the air temple. And he's, like, a monk, right? So starting off, right, this man is, like, 6'4". So Ooh. Uh, immediate hotness points yes. for him. And he's bald because of his religious reasons, not because he's balding. And it I feel like... genetic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is an important <laughs> distinction to make. And we know he's got good hair because he, he's got this good-ass facial hair. And that shit is popping mm-hmm. severely. So he's sexy. And he's got these, like, pretty blue eyes. So I love that for me. Um, let's see. What else do I have about him? Uh, he's literally, like, the best dad. So he, like... Oh, what did I say about this? Okay. Um, he's very, like, patient with someone who's hot-tempered, like Cora, who's, like, a teenager. He takes in, like, four teenagers, and he can deal with all of them while also raising toddlers. Hot. And I can't imagine, like, how hard that could be, but he's patient, and he's stern, but he's, like, gentle, kind, and understanding. And so, I love that. And I should, I'm just like, how can you get sex here? Like, you're literally, like, he's the most dad-dad of dads I have on here, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. You, it doesn't get more daddy than that dad daddy. daddy as an adjective never right. use that in my life but yeah absolutely so Tenzin. so question is mm-hmm. his job to repopulate the the bend the, the airbenders the airbenders yeah with this one woman or whoever you can just i mean on. it is not specified that he has to what adjust his think? wife i think he's a good guy so i think <laughs> he would just with his wife but um and she's cute her name's pema Rhymes with Emma. Oh, um, but must yeah. Be hot. Right. No, they're they're very sweet, very cute. Um, I love that. Yeah, I yeah. had to I had to Google. That's why she told me like not that one, because I actually Googled the Final Fantasy character, I feel like Is something crazy like that. Somebody else named Tenzin. He was cute too. He was cute. But not who we're talking not about. Not on our list. Yeah. But he's cute. Um but I did look up his picture and I agree that beard is very fabulous. Yeah. I think he's hot. It. I think he's hot. Yeah. I think so too. So number five for me is the dad from Inside Out, so Mr. Anderson. Oh, he's infamous uh so he got 14 total points he got nine out of ten in the fuckable category mm-hmm. and five out of ten in the dateable 
Yeah. So he's estimated to be about 40, and he has, like, very, you know, typical, like, fair skin, brown brown eyes, thick eyebrows, and swept back dark brown hair. I don't think it's a comb over. I think he has thick I hair. I think he's got thick hair. I think so, too. I think he's good to go. Um, so he has a mustache and then, like, the 5 o'clock shadow look. Hot. Hot. Um, so he's 100% my type in cartoon form. Oh, yeah. 110%. He's also athletic. He coaches his daughter Riley's um, mm, hockey, hockey team, team there for a bit. Love that. And I forgot about this, but he used to be the lead guitarist in a band when he was younger. Oh, okay. Sexy. Like, <laughs> good for you. Infinity <laughs> hot points. Um, so he can be, like, a little bit angry and hot-tempered. So if you'll remember, like, the character in his brain, mm-hmm. that's, like, the most forefront is the angry character. Mm. Um, and he's, like, really work-obsessed. But that's, like, perfect breeding ground to be someone's mistress because they'll just leave you alone after you're done. <laughs> really? So, oh my god, don't yeah. don't use the word breeding in reference to this man. <laughs> like, all right, whoops, <laughs> that's what that's that's for Tenzin. Leave that, that for Tenzin. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I think if I met him like before he became a Delph, it would be much more compatible. Mm. So that's why he's kind of like middle of the line yeah. for me. You know, he's he's like infamous on the internet. I feel like the gays are obsessed with him. Oh my gosh, do you know how much fucking porn there is of this particular character? I don't, and I would not like to know because that I, is scary. I follow this one Instagram artist I really like, um, who, uh, Adam Ellis, you might know him. He used to, he used to be an artist for Buzzfeed, but he, um, would draw comics and stuff, but he, for, on his Patreon, he's like, hey guys, if you want to see a sexy drawing of Mr. Anderson, I have it on my Patreon. I'm like, what the fuck, why are the gays so thirsty? But here's the thing, I don't know what it is about kids' movies these days, but they're like, the dad has to be a DILF. Oh, like, if you've seen a movie in the past, like, five years made for children, the dad always hot hot yeah like when i watched uh raya and the last dragon literally don't remember anything else about that movie other than the fact that the dad was a certified only at metro by t-mobile you can upgrade to 5g and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5g just 40 dollars. period that's it taxes and fees included plus more choices with the largest selection of free 5g phones from brands you love like samsung switch and save more only at metro Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details. Dilf. Yes. Oh I hadn't God. even seen that yet, and I Googled, like, this whole thing, you know, the research thing, and he's the first one that came oh, up. Jesus Christ. What Very beautiful. Yes, we love to see I that. need to see it just for that reason. I wonder if they're trying to get the moms, like, on board to the mm-hmm. movies. Like, if I have to take my kid to this movie, I might as well enjoy what the dad looks like. Well, I have to say this also. Um, the moms are also MILFs, and that started with uh, Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> True. Maybe so, it's just a family affair. So Everybody's everyone attractive. is hot as fuck. Goals. <laughs> we love to see it. But you know what I appreciate about it about this trend is it's like an attainable kind of hot. Right. You know, like a like parent hot. And you're like, you know what? That that lady does have an ass. Right. I love that. She's not like a little skinny, whatever. Um, so I appreciate that. Or like even like the dad's drawn with like, you know, they're a little bit more rounder or whatever. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. I no, I great. totally agree. Yes. Okay. So in a similar vein, my next one for my number five, I have Dr. James Possible from Kim Possible. Oh, I forgot what he looked like. Let me go ahead and really fast. Okay. He looks fine is the answer. <laughs> okay. So first of all, um, first off, it's like the perfect example of a DILF. I cannot like get into more detail about that. Okay. Uh, he's a little rocket scientist, which hot okay I love him. and he's got the little salt and pepper hair which is so chef's kiss. delicious it's like it's like a dusty brown with like a streak of gray around the side which is a hard look to pull off but those that can do it they can get this this ass any day 
I'm just saying. Okay. Love that. Stand in line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think it's really cute that he's always like making his wife laugh. So like the, the relationship between, um, Kim Possible's two parents is really cute, really sweet. They're really supportive of each other and they're never in competition with each other, despite the fact that he's a rocket scientist, she's a brain surgeon. They're both like crazy successful, but it's always like a partnership. Right. I love that. Um, he also has this like slightly crooked nose. Like it gives me very Adrian Brody sexy vibes, Ooh, right? Okay. Oh yes, so, he does. You're yeah. right. I don't know why that what that is, but sometimes like a big nose just seems very manly to me. I love like that. Like Nigel. Like Nigel. <laughs> Yes. That was a bit, I think. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm sure if he were, like, a real person, it would translate out very sexily. I hope so. Right? We, we can hope. Um, so, yeah, I love that. As a dad, he's always encouraging to his children's hobbies and pastimes, even though they're weird as fuck. Very. Yeah, his twins are making, like, pipe bombs in the garage, and he's like, okay, well, be safe and don't touch the uranium. And then, like, you know, Kim, he's like, you're out saving the world? Can you get me in touch with your tax man? Like, that's the kind of <laughs> shit he says, and I, I love that. I think he's very charming, good-natured. Um, and I think he also maintains this, like, perfect balance between stern and amiable. And um, the only reason I have him, like, kind of low on my list is he is modeled to look like the ideal, like, father from, like, the 60s. Right. You know? And I have another guy on this list that's kind of like that. But I feel like uh, James isn't as characterized in it as the other guys. We'll talk more about him later. But, yeah, the 1960s, not great, not known for their parenting skills. Yeah. But yeah. James Possible, he seems like a very good... Yeah. Good dad to me. And yeah. he's hot, so. I totally forgot about him. That's a great one. Thank you. I yeah. tried to find some, like, obscure ones, but, yeah. Yeah, I had to Google to remember what he looked like, and it was like, memory unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> like, my brain just went crazy. Um, I used to love Kim Possible, obviously, the red hair thing. I feel like you're always just supposed to like the characters. Uh, of have course, of course. But as a kid, I didn't, so maybe, <laughs> maybe it just comes in late. So, we mentioned... Uh, Elastigirl, and mm-hmm. this is incredible. So number four for me is Mr. Incredible. Oh my God, I can't do this because he literally looks like my dad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, he's number four on my list. Um, So he gets 15 points. Nine out of ten fuckable. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is crazy. Now that you said that, I feel like this whole thing is tainted. Okay, no. I, I still want to hear it. I'm going to try to remove myself objectively. Okay. So nine out of ten fuckable, six out of ten dateable. Okay. So... Robert Parr is his name, which mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about. Um, he's exceptionally tall and a muscular man, massive chest, shoulders, arms. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has superhuman strength, so he's going to be like giant. He has blonde hair, which is receding mm-hmm. in his middle age. Yeah, um, sure. Fair skin, blue eyes. I think he's hot, but he loses a point because I don't like blondes. Ah. Um, and he has thinning hair, which is like. Yeah. You know, but you know, here's what I appreciate about his character design is that his superpower is, like, strength, right? Right. And so they draw him as, like, what an actual strong man would look like. He doesn't just have, like, huge giant biceps like right. a bodybuilder does. He's got, like, the big the big torso, like, the big back, like an actual strong man would. Yeah. And I think that that's great. That's really cool. It's an, it's a unique design. It's a realistic design. That's great. And Good I love that they make him, like, top-heavy, Elastigirl's bottom-heavy. They just, like, Oh, fit. so cute. Yeah. Yeah, so... Pros for him, he loves food, which, like, me too. We have so much fun just eating food all the time. Most of the time, he is calm, collected, and, like, very polite, mm-hmm. right? Um, but cons that lose him his dateable points, so to get the 6 out of 10, he is real hot-headed when yeah. he wants to be aggressive and, like, a little bit too resistant to change. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an obsession with, like, the things, the way things used to be, um, and it's gotten him in trouble in, like, I think every movie or every spinoff ever mm-hmm. is his, like, kind of hot-headedness. So, is this a pro or a con? I'm going to let you help me figure this out. So, do you remember when he was working and then um, something happened with, like, 
a comment that his boss made about someone getting hurt, and they're like, oh, you should have gotten insurance with us, and he picks his boss up and throws him through, like, the five <laughs> walls. Oh, my God. And he ends up in a full body cast. Do you oh, remember my God. That? I do remember that. Now, I can't decide if this is a pro or a con, because do I want him to throw me like that? <laughs> Probably not, but... Maybe not to the point of a body cast, but, like... He does look like he could flip a bitch around. Like a rag doll, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I think it, as long as he's aware of it, of his personal strength, sure. Yeah. Sure, let's do that. Um, super weird for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, maybe we should filter this one. Uh, you know. No, I think I understand. I get it. It's just not my personal my personal choice. Yeah. Right? I think it's the, it's the blonde thing because it is rare, I feel like, for grown men to have such light colored hair. I think so, too. So maybe that why, m- must be why so many people are like, I don't really like men with blonde hair, because I hear that a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, especially in cartoons. I feel like all of mine have been, like, dark-haired. Mm. The only other blonde dad I can think of is the one from, like, Dexter's Lab. Oh, yeah. But he's a creep. I don't well, like Well, you know him. what's weird? I will say James Possible kind of looks like my dad. So, like, well, maybe let's even the playing field so, here. <laughs> okay. Does your dad have the little salt and pepper strip? He does. Yeah. He does. And he has, like, a little bit of, like, a larger crooked nose. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's not a rocket scientist, though. Well, we can't all be. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's okay. All right. So, let's see. Number four for me, I have Dean McCho- uh, McChoppin from The Iron Giant. Do you remember that movie? I remember the movie. I don't remember Dean. Let me look him up. Oh, okay. Well, he's sexy. So there's that. <laughs> you want to talk about turtleneck game? His is <gasps> off the charts. Holy hell! I <laughs> forgot about him. Yeah, he's is a, he a beat poetry man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a he's a 1950s beatnik. So already, I'm like absolutely. He's also voiced by Harry Connick Jr. Ooh, so sexy. Yes. Right? And I think he looks like a young Robert Downey Jr. Absolutely. A lot of juniors involved here. I am on board with this one. Yeah, so he's our first stepdad, if you don't count Batman, right? Right. So, yeah, he. it's implied that he marries Hogarth, the protagonist's mother, Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie. So I counted him, because he works like a father figure throughout this movie, right? Obviously, Hogarth's dad is is gone, so Dean kind of steps in there. Um, So Dean's an artsy bohemian beatnik from the 1950s who lives in a junkyard and creates sculptures from scrap metal. So there are some red flags there, right? I totally forgot about yeah, right. A man that lives in a junkyard, you're like, hmm. On this episode of Hoarders. <laughs> right. But ultimately, what that expresses to me is he's someone who, like, rejects the stereotypical lifestyle of the 1950s, which True. is very sexy, because that shit was fucked all the way up. Mm. Um, he's cool, calm, and collected, making him basically the perfect father figure to a boy like Hogarth, who is kind of off the rails. So he needs, like, a creative outlet, but in, like, a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a better one than this little junkyard that they have. True. Because they're, like, they're being safe. Um, I think you could even, like, argue that Dean's also a father to the Iron Giant himself mm-hmm. because he gives him a place to live, he gives him food to eat, he watches out for him when the government comes sniffing around. So he can handle, like, a big project like that. Um, so I love that. Um, yeah, I just think that it's, it's like, we need to give, like, the alt boys a shot. We need to give them a shout out in this. Well, I'm just dying that, like, my memory was, like, clouded about that movie, and I looked him up, and his outfit immediately said beatnik to me. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what Like, so is. stereotypical. I love it. And he's just there sipping coffee, and he sounds so cool, calm, and cl- You want to talk about men not having a temper? That's I love guy. that. That's yeah. so attractive to me. So he's also got a soul patch, so. What's your opinion? Do you like soul patches? I am a Scooby-Doo connoisseur, so I've grown up having... A, I like I like the idea, sure. Okay, Because okay. Shaggy I, has one, you know. Matthew Lillard, when he played Shaggy in yes. O2, had one. And I was like, you know, it works on you. So I feel like I'm not opposed. 
True. Do they explain why they named their child Hogarth? No. But you know what? How interesting. I will take it. That's fine. Hogarth. Yeah. Huh. Huh. I like Dean much better than Hogarth. (laughs) It's fine, I guess. You know what's interesting, though, about, like, the facial hair thing? Going back to that for a second. So you mentioned that Mr. Anderson had, like, the little stubble. Mm -hmm. I saw, like, a scientific study they did of women and, like, based on what facial hair they prefer. And the one that got the most votes was, like, 10-day stubble. So not full beard, but just, like, almost to the cusp of full beard. So I feel like if you have a soul patch and then, like, that, hot. If you have that alone, hot. Yeah. It really is, like, I do a, like a good stubble. Yeah. Though they did not include, like, mustache on the list. And I feel like they should because I find mustaches very sexy. Yeah, I don't mind a good mustache. Yeah. It really depends, though. I feel like now it's become, like, a mark of being, like, hipster. Mm, that's true. It's kind of overdone for me, especially in the city we live in. It's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Anyways, but on a DILF. But on a DILF. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. So, number three for me is Enrique Rivera from Coco. Oh, he's hot. He's hot. That whole movie's full of DILFs. It is. It is. It's a DILF movie. So he comes in at a whopping 17 points, my dear. Jesus. So he's a 17 out of 10 on the fuckable scale for me. Dumb. And then a question mark, question mark, question mark out of 10 on the dateable. Because there's not a lot about him. <laughs> That's true. Um... So, also known as Papa, he's Miguel's dad Mm -hmm. in Coco, obviously. Um, He is a Hispanic, beautiful man. So true. So beautiful, with dark hair, dark eyes, and a really nice mustache, as we were just talking about. Um, He wears brown pants and shoes with a lighter button-up and a brown apron, which I assume is to protect him from the shoe gunk, because he owns a shoe-making business. Sure, yeah. Um, so the pros and cons are for this are like kind of nil and void because I'm just literally going based on looks. Like when, yeah. when this was our research topic, I immediately thought of him. Of course. He He's looks so a lot beautiful. like Mr. Anderson. And it goes a lot with he the does. like every child's movie made in the past five years. Yes. Yeah. They're all my type. I don't know what happened. Um, but people of the internet agree. So just like there's like porn out oh, about yeah, Mr. Sure. Anderson, like there's a lot of stuff out there about Enrique. <laughs> There's actually, okay, so when I was doing research, there's a loop video on YouTube by Kike Luchon. Okay. Um, if you ever want to watch it, where Thank it's you, just Kike. clips of the dad to the song Mine by Bozzy. <laughs> You're so lying. Oh my Brilliant. god. And it is just hilarious because just him like hugging Miguel and stuff, and they just sexualize the whole thing. It's I funny. Mean. Um, so this is my like first true like dilf on here, just based on looks, besides Archer. Yeah, that's and fair. I think that's important. But, you know, he's a good dad. I feel like at the end where he's like, oh, my God, we are so worried for you. It's not like an anger reaction. It's like a like a caring one. Right. Um, And he did ban music in the house for a little bit, like going along with like what the family thought and stuff. So there's like there is stuff about him that I could like dive in. But this one to me was just like I put him on there because I immediately thought about him as being like a dilf. So I was like, let me just not think about it and just go with it. Yeah. While, it's a beautiful movie. I think is. it's one of the most beautiful Pixar movies ever made. It's like too. literally breathtaking. I cried like a little baby. Oh my god. Like the human versions of um the other two guys who's uh Ernesto de la Cruz. And oh. <laughs> the other guy, they're also very Delphi. So that's a just a, a movie for Delph fans. Yes. Yes. Um, I will be watching again in the near future, I'm sure. A great one. <laughs> Good choice. Thanks. Okay. Let's see. We are getting to the Last three. So my number three is another one from the Avatar universe. Okay. And let me just say, speaking of, like, DILF entities, the Avatar universe, only DILFs. If you are a dad in this universe, you have to be a DILF. I'm sorry. It's that's the rule. You have to be hot. <laughs> like, Uncle Iroh, I really thought about putting him on this list because they were like, oh, he's like a little old man. And I'm like, okay, he's firmly a GILF. But they gave that GILF abs. They did that. That's true. And they did that for us. That's true. Um, 
But the DILF that made it onto this list for me is Hakoda, who is a minor character, but he is the father of Katara and Sokka. So if you don't know what he looks like, basically he's an absolute fucking babe. <laughs> um, he's got this, like, beautiful brown hair. It's, like, thick and luscious, falls to his shoulders, and, like, a little half-up do. So we kind of get this, like, edgy look from him. Yeah. And he's got these beautiful blue eyes and, like, chiseled jaw and cheekbones. Oh my god. I don't know if that's like the Inuit in his blood or whatever, but it's literally stunning. He's so gorgeous. And he's got these hella biceps, so... We love to see it. We absolutely love to see it. What I don't understand is why is he walking around in, like, muscle tanks in the fucking Arctic? (laughs) Yeah, I always thought that that was an interesting design choice. There's not much I remember about that show, but I feel like I do remember that. Do I understand it? No. Am I thankful for it? Absolutely. (laughs) So, thank you um, for Hakoda. So, let me explain his whole shtick, right? Please. Um, So, spoilers for Avatar if you haven't seen it, which I think is, like, the best TV show of all time, and I'm not even joking. Like, Game of Thrones, who? Mad Men, what? Avatar... (laughs) It's is leagues above them. And I think a lot of it has to do with how character-oriented it is. So even small characters like Hakoda get a really fleshed-out story. And I, I really appreciate that. So um, if you don't want that spoiled, you know, fast forward a little bit. It's fine. Okay, so... Um, Hakoda is the father of Katara and Sokka after their mother was brutally murdered by the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. Hakoda made it his mission to avenge her. So... Um, after making sure his children were safe with their grandmother, he sets off with all the other men of his tribe to try and take down the Fire Lord. So he's got that initiative. He's That's hot, too. Like, yeah. avenge my death, baby. Yeah, he... Oh, he is absolutely the, the one, okay? <laughs> so he's captured and assumed dead, only for his kids to find him later when they're also captured. Together, they stage an invasion that ultimately helps them win the entire war. Hakoda was an excellent leader who allowed his son Sokka to take command at times and grow as a warrior and leader without, like, fear of that, you know. Yeah. Um, he's literally the definition of a protector. I can't, uh, like, think of a better example. So he's always been loyal to his wife, Kaya, even after she died for, like, the rest of his life. He's like, there's no other woman for me. And, like, you know, in an ideal situation, in an ideal world, if I were to somehow die before my partner, I would want them to be happy, but a secret part of me is like, don't ever love anyone ever oh, again. Oh, I'm so petty. I feel yeah. like I'm the exact same way. <laughs> I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm the only woman for you. Um, but yeah, I, I think that everything about him is, like, delicious. Where, where do I begin? Where do I start? You know, I just love him. So that's my number three. Do you have one of his posters in your room? No, but I absolutely should. should. And you know what's crazy is I didn't even think about this character, but I crowdsourced. I was like, all right, friends, who are your top DILFs? And I got some surprising um, responses, but that one popped up and I was like, I'm so mad at myself for not fucking thinking of this. This is the best answer anybody's ever given Are you even a real fan? Right, I know. What's my fucking problem? But yeah. Yes, he was beautiful. I also had to Google him. Um, I love how much I'm learning today about the DILF universe. It it is expansive. It is. It is. Ain't impressive. So, number two for me. We're getting down to the wire here. Oh, fuck yeah. So, this is Count Dracula, a.k.a. Drac from Hotel Transylvania. So, only Dracula in this particular movie. Oh, God. No other Dracula. Just this one. (laughs) Okay. Um, He comes in at a whopping 18 points, so 9 out of 10 on the fuckable scale and on the dateable scale. Yeah, you know, I fuck with vampires, so I'm down. I know. I was like, I'm about it. So, obviously, he's uh, Mavis's dad. He runs an amazing hotel, and I feel like life with him would just never be dull. That's true. Oh, amazing. So, he has black hair, blue eyes. He's slender with, like, a really wide chest, and extremely tall. He's six foot five. Jesus Christ. I don't know why these people know heights of characters, but I'm I'm not going to question it. Share some inches with the rest of us, sir. Seriously. Can you sell some of those? Um, he loses, like, the fuckability points in that category because he was born in 1444. 
okay. That's a little old. Yeah. That's a little old for me, even for me. But does he look like he was born in 1444? Absolutely not. Then he's still fuckable. Drop the skincare routine. (laughs) Um, It's probably blood. Uh, (laughs) So he scores really well for me in the dateable category because he's extremely fatherly. He loves nothing more than Mavis. Mm. And it's kind of also one of those, like, his his wife died, but he never forgot about her and can't get over her kind of things, which I am Betty and I love. I'm all about that. Um, he can be sarcastic, but he's super caring, confident, real romantic, heroic, funny, and, and brave. And it's revealed, um, I think, at the end of the first film that he's a really talented rapper and singer. Oh, God, yes. We love a SoundCloud vampire. Karaoke <laughs> night? Come on. Oh, yes. Um, he does not drink human blood, which gets him points, because okay. that would be kind of scary. I like the danger, but I don't. Enough to, Enough. like, sacrifice so my own blood. We've got, like, a little Edward Cullen moment here. Yeah. I love that for you. That's exactly. Very, very um, and then he actually does meet a woman that he does find attracted to him, um, Erica Van Helsing in Hotel Transylvania 3, and he speaks gibberish whenever he, like, finds any woman that he's attracted that's to, sweet. and I just think that's so endearing. <sighs> that's really cute. You, you can tell he's into you, right? Yeah, that's oh. that's cute. You know, I've never seen these movies. I have seen one clip, I think from the second movie, or whatever mm-hmm. movie it is where they're, like, on a boat. And he's, like, no in, idea. like, he's wearing, like, white loafers and some Bermuda <gasps> shorts and, like, a little Hawaiian t-shirt. And I'm like, you know what? That's sexy. That's Yeah, movie. it probably is the third one because they go on the summer vacation in the third yeah, one. That's the one. So probably yeah, I'm like, that one. yeah, you know, that's hot. I yeah. love that. Um, I, as I've never seen this movie, so his daughter's name is Mavis, right? Mm-hmm. That's a great name, especially for a little vampire I know, princess. I love it. So in this universe, do vampires, like, bite people or do they, like, can they birth other vampires? I don't remember really. I actually, when I first texted you my list, I mm-hmm. put Vlad on there, who is Count uh, Drax, like father yeah. or whatever. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he is like a human oriented one. Like he does. I don't know. Sounds I feel like for a kids movie, they don't really talk about it. That's that much. true. They're like, don't don't question it. Yeah, Son of Dracula or whatever. But I do think Mavis is like a half vampire. I I okay. can't remember. Okay. I have to look it up. She's super cute. Official. She's so cute. Either way, so cute. And then she finds her little human. Maybe she's not human and she finds a human. I can't remember. I'll have to rewatch those or watch them for the first time. You should. It's, uh, they're yeah. really good. They're very, like, uh, feel good. I'm into that. Yeah. And I love anything monster related. I feel like I must have, at this point, consumed every form of vampire media out there. So, like, maybe I need to add Yeah, and you would love this yes. one because Hotel Transylvania is where all the monsters come to stay. So okay. there's, like, the boogeyman and, like, everything. So I've got cartoons, vampires, and dilfs. I really don't understand, like, how it could get better for me. As far as a movie goes, yeah. It doesn't. That's excellent. Okay. Uh, Let's see. My number two. So excited to write about this one because when I realized that he was a dill, my world was amazing. Okay, so um, this is Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. (gasps) Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. He's the only Disney prince to canonically have a child. Really? Yes, really. Ariel and Eric are the only, like, Disney couple to have kids. That are not, like, fan-made fake, yeah. or fake. Yeah, so their daughter, Melody, who looks just like Prince Eric, by the way, um, has the blue eyes, this. black okay, hair. Okay. Yeah. okay, And what movie do they have the kid in? The second one. So, okay. Return to the Sea. Um, and in that movie, um, essentially, Ariel is, like, really protective of Melody because of something that happened when she was younger, and uh, Ursula's sister, Morgana, like, tried to kidnap her, which, like, Morgana. oh my god. Morgana was that bitch, okay? <laughs> she's like, I hate my ugly sister. She ruined my life. Anyway. Um, so Ariel decides that she's gonna put a wall around the castle. She's not gonna let Melody into the ocean. So she's like, it's dangerous. I don't want that for you. Um, when Melody goes missing, Eric's actually the one that's like, hey, you need to go turn back into a mermaid and look for her out there. I will man the land. You can man the sea. And then when they finally find her, because Melody's turned into a mermaid, right? They bring her back. And it's Eric that convinces Ariel to take the wall down. We need to unite the merfolk and the humans. Oh. And he's so sweet, so understanding. 
And he also looks like John Stamos. So I don't fucking know how it could get better than that. I don't think it can. I don't know. He he likes to play the flute. He's just, like, good at, with dancing. I don't know. I, he doesn't have many characteristics. I'll give him that, okay? But I do um, appreciate the fact that he was my very first crush ever, I think. <laughs> and that, like, scene where he's, like, washed up on the beach in the first movie and Ooh. all his clothes are ripped. I was like, wait a damn minute. Maybe boys aren't stinky, you know? <laughs> when I was, I'll give him a try. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, jokes on me, boys are always stinky. But, like, you know, I was like, maybe they're they're kind of cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And yeah. I, I that was another one I crowdsourced because I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that they also, like, they had a baby. So he absolutely counts as a dove. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm 100% counting that. And I just, like... Scrum Dilliumptious in the best way because he's got that dark hair, those blue eyes. It's a it's a it's a foolproof combo. Like yeah. with the archer. It's like a nicer Superman. archer. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. Fucking dig it. We yeah. love it. I um, love this crowd that you have. They're smart. They're coming yes. up with good stuff. Yes, I've got good people in my corner. Yes. So number one for me, and you're probably gonna run away. You're probably gonna leave the pod closet after I say this. <laughs> At a maximum of 20 points, mm-hmm. Bob from Bob's Burgers. Oh, my God. Do not... I'm so sorry. Wait. But okay. I'm not. <laughs> okay, I want to I hear what you have to say before I comment on this. And I want to say, okay, so obviously 10 out of 10 on both the fuckable and the dateable scale. I want to say this is absolutely <laughs> biased because okay. there is something about him yeah. that I love. I love. I cannot get enough of it. And I don't... I'm, I'm going to dive into some things. Okay. I don't think I'll convince okay. you by the end. So, he is a 46-year-old father of Louise, Jean, and Tina, and the husband of the ever-wonderful Linda. Course, I'm obsessed with her. Um, he wears gray pants and a white t-shirt and a white apron um, to protect him from burger grease, because he owns Bob's Burgers. Um, really tan skin and black, also thinning hair, um, which he compensates for with a lovely mustache. That's true. This man's is six feet tall. Did you really? Know that? I didn't. I had no idea. Apparently, they know that somehow. I don't know if they mention it, but anyways... So, pros for Bob. He is well-meaning and very sensible. So, he always does whatever he can to make ends meet for his family. Mm -hmm. Uh, He remains super adamant and hardworking, and he's obviously a family man. I mean, he loves his kids, even though they don't respect him very much. (laughs) And he loves Linda. Yeah, that's Um, true. He has a really sunny perspective, I feel like, and he faces, like, anything that comes at him, whether that's from his kids or Jimmy Pesto or whoever, with, like, enthusiasm and earnest... Um, and he knows when to, like, tell somebody off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jimmy Pesto's been annoying him for too long, and he can, like, be openly mean. Oh, yeah. But otherwise, he's a sweetheart. He's so cute when he's telling someone off, too. He's like, you are a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You smell. <laughs> Why don't you go home, Jimmy Pesto? Like, that's it. Uh-huh. It's great. Um, he is introverted, which I'm actually, like, kind of attracted to. Sure. I don't mind an introverted man. Um, and he's just extremely patient. And... I don't know if you know this, but Bob is bisexual. I was just about to say. Yes. I fucking love that that's a thing. Yes. It's so, it's so awesome. I love it. Um, so this is hinted, like, several times in the show, um, but confirmed in the episode called Turkey in a Can. Iconic. Yes. Where he tells another man that he's, quote unquote, mostly straight before saying that man is out of his league <laughs> and then telling him that he'd call him as he walks off, which I just love. <laughs> I find that very attractive that he's, like, confident in his sexuality. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and I think that he ranks super high for me as well because I have the dream of like filling Linda's shoes. Oh sure. I think she is the most fabulous character of all time, and Bob is so patient with her. Yeah, no and loves kidding. her so much. Mm. And I don't know. I know that this is like maybe people are at home like this is your number one. Like, are you serious? And I'm like, I don't blame you for thinking that. But something about Bob, I just really love. It's the emotional intelligence. It's the it's the patience. Yes. You know, for sure. And I think that does that does make somebody super fuckable, uh, even if they're not like traditionally hot. Right. So I get it. I understand. I just could not see myself fucking Bob Belcher. <laughs> I mean, but then you get a burger after. 
That's so nice. And he's sure, a good cook. Sure. Like, even though his restaurant isn't doing very well, they've said several times that his burgers are, like, really, really good. Mm, and he's true. creative enough to, like, come up with, like, the oh, different special yeah. burger. I love it. That is true. I remember this one episode where um, Linda sends him to go pick up her sister, the one that has all the cats. Oh, God. And she's, like, hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. She's kind of like me. <laughs> Shut up. I know you <laughs> Tells not. him to go pick her up, and everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And he's still, he literally ends up pulling her on a sled. Oh to the house. God. Like, he's such a sweetheart. Yeah, what a dream. I, I do love him for that. Okay, that's a pretty good one. I get, it. I get it. We love you, Bob. Or I do, at least. <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Bob. That's fine. Okay, so before I get into my number one, I think we should go over some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, just because I... Wow, so many delfs out there. So many. So many cartoon delfs. Okay, um, so King Triton... Ooh. Right? First of all, Silver Fox, huge-ass beard, long, flowing locks, abs out the ass. Okay? I don't appreciate his temper. Right. Okay. Um, Dave from Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> How did... What? Is, Is that this, a crowdsourced one? Um, I forgot all about No, that. but I found a picture of him from, like, the 90s cartoon, and I was like, wait a second, he looks just like Prince Eric. Okay. But now okay. he is the father of three chipmunk boys. Mm. So he's got to be pretty patient. He also yeah. has a temper. Uh, I do. You know? Yeah. So th- this is how people get knocked off the list, okay? Gomez Adams. Oh! I can't believe... Like, I really thought about putting him on here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lauren just showed me the picture of Dave from Alvin and the Chipmunks from, like, the cover of the, what, the 1960s record where he literally looks like a like a stencil of a man. He does. He's like a stick figure nothing man. Yeah. Anyway, really look up, look at, look him up from, like, the 90s cartoon. Okay. He's super cute. Super cute. Um, Gomez is a great choice. I love, I almost yes. put him on my list. So I realized that I picked Gomez based more off the live action versions than necessarily the cartoon yeah. versions. Because in the cartoons, he's still, like, very devoted to his wife. But, um, you know, he's not as much of, like, a father figure. Like, he's supportive of his kids, but he really... And he's a little dumpy in the cartoon version, too, like, short he, He's and, like, a little creepy. Eggy. Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to look a little bit like, I think, like, Igor or something like that. Yeah, he, he doesn't look super cute in the cartoons, but, you know... That's not super, like, problematic for me. I don't really care. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he doesn't have many instances with the kids, I feel like. So yeah, I took I took him off the list. Um, who else do I have? John Redcorn from King of the Hill, just because he's hot. Oh, my. So he's, <laughs> if you haven't seen King of the Hill, John Redcorn is, is a Native American man who illegitimately fathers one of the boys on the street. And Dale like raises the kid as his own, and that's like the whole Forget joke that. is that he doesn't know that it's John Redcorn's kid, even though it looks just like him. John Redcorn's super hot. He is hot. He's a bastard though, so we hate yeah. him. What made me laugh though when you said King of the Hill is because I crowdsourced to my own very small crowd, oh, and they're really? trash because they said Hank Hill would be their number one. Oh my god! Listen, somebody said that to me too. Someone said Hank Hill should go on this list. I, too. I need everybody to write in and tell me why the hell you would say that. First of all. Hank Hill's the only Republican I, I admire. It's the only one I respect. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, <laughs> it's, I can't do it. He's got the weird inverted ass. <laughs> I can't do it. I forgot. Like, I could not possibly. I mean, who thinks that this is hot? I just so many people picture. evidently were I in the wrong. the receipts. Yeah. Um, so I did not put Hank Hill on my list, but, you know, he's good. a good dad. Yeah, he's a good person, so we have that. But I don't think I could I could tolerate him. I feel like I would strangle him because he's very by the book. He doesn't like change. He would be so weirded out by just how I decorate. I just feel like we couldn't. Match, oh no, it would be good. Okay, who else do I have in here? Oh, um, I mentioned Uncle Iroh. Great. Um, Aladdin's dad. Do you remember? Hot, hot. Yeah, what it is came his out name? Too on my is research. it Kasim? I think like so. That? Something like that. Yeah. 
He looks like Aladdin, just like in his forties with the gray hair. Hot, just super hot. I don't have much else to say about him other than that, and that's why I didn't put him on here. Um, and then the last one I have on here. This one's pretty funny and kind of controversial, but it's Goofy. Girl, tell me why I was about to put that on my list go- too. Go- okay, so it's not controversial. Is that weird? It's a dog. It's you know, but it's a man too. <laughs> it's a man dog. Dog it's man. A man dog. Okay. I mean, if I can have a vampire on my list, why can't we have a dog? You we know? could. We I think absolutely can. And you know. We know he's sexy because he's the only one of the the mouse crew that fucks. And I know that right? he's the only one that has a son. So I also always thought Max was really cute for what yeah. re- for who? Yeah. For what reason? For what reason? You know, you also kind of look like Roxanne. I thought about dressing up as her. That's cute. However, it does require a crop top and very tiny shorts, and yeah. I'm just like not feeling dressing up like that. So maybe next That's year. Fair. <laughs> um yeah, I feel that. But yeah, Goofy, I feel like he's he's the quintessential emotional maturity, loves his son, willing to embarrass himself yes. for his son. And he manages to land that fox of a librarian too. True. So like I know he's doing something right. Anyway, I didn't put him on here because I felt like I didn't want to be called a furry by the masses. But well, you and Nigel Thornberry can form a group. Time will tell. <laughs> we, you know what? We'll see. Okay, so my number one pick is <gasps> so um, probably unsurprising to anybody who knows me, but I really need to discuss him, and it is Professor Utonium from the Powerpuff Girls. Oh. So um, Lauren graciously allowed me to include him in my list. So he's my number one, and at first I didn't have him as my number one. I um, I was just talking about him, and then I realized I had more to say about him than like anybody else. So uh, looking at my notes... Um, I love him dearly. He might be one of my first crushes. I, like, look back through old sketchbooks. I've always been drawing my whole life. And um, I was obsessed with the Powerpuff Girls as a wee tyke. And so I would have, like, pages of Powerpuff Girls. But then there are, like, books devoted to drawing Professor Utonium. (laughs) Why? I don't know. He's literally not that exciting to look at, like, stylistically. He's a little 2D, yeah. I mean, like, between his shoulders and his jawline, my man's basically just a sexy rectangle. Like, that's all. Not very dimensional or exciting. But I imagine in real life, he probably looks like John Hamm. Like, it's giving me Don Draper. And I'm like, that... I'm about it. John Hamm is like, like, I go feral for him the same way I go feral (laughs) for Robert Pattinson. So any man that looks like that, I'm like, yes, absolutely, yes. Um, So, I mean... That's pretty crazy, but I also appreciate that he has obviously good taste, and I say that because you look at the house he lives in, it's like this cute little mod 60s type artsy house, mm-hmm. which you don't expect from a man of science, but I appreciate <laughs> that he's the best of both worlds, you know? Um, and he's got these this excellent, like, vintage furniture around, like, very cool. Um, so, what else do I have on here? Oh, he manages to keep this house, by the way, in flawless condition, despite always. having three kindergarten girls yeah. in his house. And they always ruin it, right? Mm-hmm. They always and he's cleaning that shit up like it ain't no thing. And he is not afraid to, like, get on his hands and knees with some gloves and scrub. He, like, has to fulfill the mom and dad roles in this house, and he does it without a hitch. Yep. He does not feel bad about donning, like, a pink frilly apron and making cupcakes for the big sale. <laughs> like, he will do that. And I'm like, that's fucking, yes, dad, I love that. And, you know, as somebody who has a really nurturing dad myself, I always am like, that's great when a guy can be, like, a mom figure and a dad figure. I, I love when men have, like, a nurturing side to them. For sure. Um, so, I also should, I think I should make it a point that you, uh, Professor Utonium gets mad bitches. And I don't know how else to say it, but there's literally, like, whole episodes about it. I remember reading this, like, choose-your-own-adventure book as a kid that was about the Powerpuff Girls, and it was Professor Utonium having to choose between Miss Keene and Miss Bellum. Like, I was like, all the single ladies of Townsville are on this man's dick. They're like, absolutely. (laughs) He's He's a single scientist. 
he's a good dad, he's got a good head of hair, why wouldn't they be, you know? Yeah, and there's extremely eligible bachelor. Extremely. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that episode with Sedusa in it. Mm-mm. So there's this supervillain called Sedusa, who's obviously a take on Medusa. Mm-hmm. She has this crazy, like, gelled hair that acts like snakes. <laughs> and she, like, seduces men into doing her bidding. And her, like, uh, I guess her alter ego is this woman named I'm a Good Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all of the, like, names. Yeah, and... oh, God, because I rewatched this episode when I was doing my research. I was like, this is this is quality television. Um, and I will say Professor Utonium falls for it immediately. Like, he's like, her name's I'm a good lady, so she can't be a bad lady. Ha-ha. <laughs> so he's, li- he's a little stupid despite being very smart, and that's exactly how I love my men. Like, super smart, but himbos. Yeah. You know, it's kind of contradictory. Yeah. But he encompasses it so well. Um, anyway, in that episode, I'm a good lady becomes, like, a hell of a stepmom. Like, she's the worst person ever. And when the girls are like, she sucks. She's so terrible. At first, he's like, oh, no, she can't be. But then eventually, he's like, you're right. I don't want to make my children feel this badly about this person. So the fight ensues. But ultimately, Professor Utonium, like, sees his children over, like, any kind of romantic relationship he has. Yeah. So I think he's just, like, a hot man with a hot job who is a hot dad. So I don't feel like it gets any better than that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he very quickly appeared on both our lists. So I am totally in agreement with yes. you there. He was going to be very, very high up on my list. I don't remember him being portrayed as, like, dating in the Powerpuff... I haven't seen the Powerpuff Girls yeah. I mean, since I was, like, so young. Um, but, like, now that you say that, yeah, he he definitely... He, he did he, date he it a little dating. bit. It wasn't as, like, frequent, like, it, but th- most of the episodes that were centered around him were centered around, like... He was kind of lonely because mm-hmm. he didn't have a partner, Aww. so he would he would date around. It's him. amazing now, like if we rewatch the Powerpuff Girls, I would like associate more with his problems than I would like right. happening. Oh my god, that show is so good! I, like I could do a whole episode just on everything I love about it yeah. because it's amazing. But that is my official Dilf tier list. Yes! yes, another one for the books, kids. It was so fun. Hell I loved yeah. that. Me now too. I'm sexually frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always schedule another date. Hopefully it's not as much of a stinker as this last one. Yeah. 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 Note to self, don't invite people to movies that talk the whole time. Yeah. R.I.P. Especially in the theater. That's just... That is not a DILF move. It's not a DILF move. (laughs) And, you know, we can all strive to be DILFs. Uh, I think we can. We can all pull lessons from some of these men on these lists. Exactly. Perfect. So we will sign off. Thank you for joining us today. We will catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. It has been so lovely having you in for our little tete-a-tete. If you have any further tittle-tattles or salacious salutations, you may contact us on the World Wide Web at TensOnTensPodcast.com or you may follow the ladies on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at TensOnTensPodcast. That's 10S-O-N-10S-Podcast or via email at TensOnTensPodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, ta-ta and toodaloo! Only at Metro by T-Mobile, you can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details.